What's going on? This is the Culture Podcast with your boy Kylan Alexander. And this is the day three NFL draft pick reaction. We had a little bit of a had a little bit of a setback. I was supposed to have somebody on and some you know some things came up. Shit happens. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and get into these day three picks. So because day three of the draft is so long, rounds four through seven, I'm not going to do what I've done previously and go through every single pick. I I have a decent sized list of some of the picks that I like uh, from day three because there's a ridiculous amount of picks. There's over 100. Let me see. There's four. So four, four times 32 and there's compensatory picks and all that so there's there's a lot of picks uh, like 150 plus uh, so we'll just get started with uh, Amon Ross St. Brown he's a receiver out of USC uh, he is equanimous St. Brown's younger brother he went to the Packers um, two years ago three years ago uh, and they um I guess they just have they have good genes. Um now he is he's a lot smaller than his brother. He's his brother's like six three, six four. I think he's like five ten. Uh but he's he's a, he's smooth. Um he doesn't do like anything really well, but he's just he's one of the he's a solid a solid receiver. He's one of those you you would love him on your team, just because I mean he's he's gonna do everything that you need him to do. Uh, he's not gonna drop balls. He's gonna block. He's gonna um, he's gonna run good routes. Not great routes. Like he like I said, he doesn't do anything great, but he does everything good. Um, so he went to the Detroit Lions. So I, I like that pick. They needed to refill that that receiver room. They had. Uh, Kenny Galladay leave, and they they didn't really address the receiver room that much. I mean, they brought in Tyrell Williams, but you know he's kind of like a number two, number three receiver. Uh, and then we have uh, another receiver, uh, Tylen Wallace, going to the Ravens, and they doubled down on the receiver after picking Rashad Weaver in the first round, and. Or I said Rashad Weaver, excuse me. That's my next person on the list. Uh, they picked, hey, what's his name? Rashad Bateman. There we go. Um, so I, I like the double down on receiver. He's he's gonna be, he's another like bigger bodied. He's not not a big receiver in terms of the height, but another bigger bodied receiver. You know, five ten, I think, five ten, five eleven. 210-ish. I think that's about what he came in at. So, you know, he's another come over the middle. You know, he'll have some outside production also. Uh, but so I, I like that double down at receiver because the Ravens desperately need people to come across the middle. They have a bunch of you know, smaller receivers. Um, so I, I definitely like that pick. And then we have Rashad Weaver went to the Titans. And he was one of those. He's I think he was about where where he was going to get picked, um, but he's not like super explosive. But 
he gets the job done. Uh, and, I mean, you need passers that just get the job done. Um, sacks in college usually translate to sacks in the NFL, unless you know you're playing like lower lower level and you're not explosive or anything like that. That doesn't really translate. But if you're beating if you're beating like the upper echelon of people in college, you you'll at least be decent in the league. And we have um I have a few like two two picks. So I clumped them together just cuz they went to the same team in the same round or I mean just on day 3. So we have uh, the Broncos and they pick Caden Stearns and Jamar Johnson and those are two safeties and I mean I they're kind of they're similar, and I didn't think that the Broncos needed. I mean, they have they have Justin Simmons, and not they have Kareem Jackson too. So these guys are going to be a little bit a little bit more developmental. Uh, but you know, I like both their games. Uh, Jamar Johnson's a little bit more of a cover guy. Caden Stearns is he's going to be a little bit more of like a big nickel uh, you know, box safety. Uh, Money backer, you know, like a nickel or money backer, dime backer, you know, um, that that'll be his role. I'm assuming, uh, but you know, I, I like both of those picks. I would have loved one of those guys to go to the uh, to the Chargers because we needed at least an extra body or two in the safety safety room. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I like both of those picks. And then, unfortunately. The Chiefs had a, a pretty good draft, also, uh, and I, the two, these two picks. I mean, like Creed Humphrey was a, uh, was a good pick, uh, but I think that these are probably the two best picks. And they picked a uh, Cornell Powell and Trey Smith. And Cornell Powell, he's one of those late bloomers. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people when they don't. When they don't get any love at the school they went to, you know, they usually transfer out. And he, you know, he stayed put. Uh, Clemson's been putting out some some dogs at receiver, and unfortunately, he was just there behind him. And he uh, he had a he had a really good year this past year. Um, and like, dude is he's built, he's jacked. Um, but he's also one of the reasons why I like this pick so much is because he is different from what the what the Chiefs already have. You know, the Chiefs have just they're pretty much all speed at receiver. Um and he's and he's a little bit slower, but he he's like a he's a precision guy. He's gonna be a possession guy. Um he he runs pretty good routes. He's aggressive. He's a, a great blocker at receiver. Um you know he'll he'll play special teams, all that good stuff. He's 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 a dog. I, I like that pick. And then Trey Smith from Tennessee. He he fell because of medical reasons. Uh, he had I want to say it was a blood clot in his lungs at some point. I don't remember how long ago. Uh, but yeah, so that that's why he fell. People were thinking before they found out about the blood clots and whatnot, he was going to be a second or a third round pick. Um, 
So, I mean, that's great value. I think they got him in the sixth round. So, you know, an, an, another good value pick. And then the next pick is Stone Forsyth. And he went to Seattle. And I I didn't really like the rest of their draft. I, they only had three picks um, because, they, you know, they keep trading their first rounders for players. And... They traded their third rounder this year. Uh, they traded their first and their third round this year for Jamal Adams, and they might have traded another first. I don't. I don't remember what that trade was, but yeah. So they only had three picks, and this is their second pick, I do believe, or hell, it might have been their third. But um, he's a good developmental, at, at worst developmental. He'll sit for a year or two, and then he'll start. Um, but good pass blocker. He needs to work on his run blocking a little bit. But I I, I love that pick for them. The other two picks were questionable, but I, I really like that pick for them. And then we have uh, Quincy Roche from Miami, and he went to the Steelers. And they I feel like every, every year I feel like they take a pass rusher. Um, and so I think I want to say – was it Alex Highsmith they took last year? Uh, you know, took for him to develop. And then Quincy Roche, he, he's one of those, he's kind of in that Rashad Weaver mold where he's not super athletic, but he gets the job done. He's, he gets to the quarterback consistently. Uh, he filled in for uh, Gregory Rousseau uh, for Miami. He opted out because of COVID. Um, and, you know, he, he made him some money. Uh, I mean, now he still went in the later rounds because of the lack of athleticism and size, but I think the Steelers are a, a good place for him. And then I, I have one on here that's um, it's not really a pick that I like. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not really a pick that I like because of the player, because it's a long snapper. Excuse me, because it's a long snapper. His name is Thomas Fletcher. And the Panthers drafted him. Excuse me. But the reason why I put him on here is uh, because of, you know, like teams put out the, like the, they record the phone calls for when players get drafted. They record those. And this was, <laughs> this, this phone call was hilarious. Um, because, you know, a lot long snappers don't usually get drafted. He got drafted and he couldn't believe it. And just his reaction was priceless. Um, so I, I would say if you haven't seen it already, go look up Thomas Fletcher of the Panthers on Twitter or YouTube or something like that. And I think you, I think you would enjoy his reaction to him getting drafted. And then moving on to uh, Kylan Hill, the Packers. It's not spelled the same, um, but I love hearing Kylan around, even even when it's not spelled the same. But he was another – he played a few games and then opted – then sat out the rest of the season. Um, and he was he was helping – he was fighting for he, – he went to Mississippi State, and he was fighting – to get the um, get the Confederate flag 
removed from the Mississippi State uh, Mississippi State flag. Um, so that was one of the things he was working on. And so, you know, I respect that. He went to the Packers and, you know, they let, um, what's his name? Jamal, Jamal Williams. They let him walk, uh, in free agency. And so they, they needed a third back. They have, you know, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Uh, so I, I like that pick and they got him in the seventh round and he was supposed to be, I mean, he, he was nice. He was kind of a like Clyde Edwards Alaire ish. Um maybe and probably with a little bit more juice well not probably with a little bit more juice, a little bit more speed. Um so from what I remember they were looking at him, you know, like second, third round ish um before, you know, he sat out. And then we have uh, Brevin Jordan from the Texans and he was he was a surprise drop um as far as you know from like what the because you know I have no inside information I can only go off of what the media and those you know those type those with the media and scouts and everything what they say uh and they were thinking he was going to be a, a third rounder I want to say he went in the fifth round he went to the Texans and it's more that I like the player, not the fit, because I don't know what the hell the Texans are going to do. They, I mean, you really don't know unless unless Deshaun Watson plays, the Texans are, are going to be terrible anyway. Um, so those are my favorite day three picks. And then I have a few... Uh, UDFAs, which is an undrafted free agent. So, like, right after the draft, well, hell, yeah, I mean, it's basically right after the draft. You know, some teams get started a little bit early, you know, after the after their last pick. But right after the draft, there's, uh, I mean, a lot of, a lot of guys that don't get drafted because there's only one. I think it's it's a one percent league 1% of the people make it so like you don't get drafted you are automatically in the UDFA pool and some of these I mean no actually there's out of all the out of all the people that did sign as a UDFA I only I only wrote down six because you know I mainly just study the draft I don't I don't scout like way, way out. Uh, I say scout. I don't read or pay attention or watch film on people way, way out there. Uh, so I have six names for UDFAs. And the first one is Marvin Wilson. And he was one of those. So this time last year, people were saying that he was going to be first round pick. Um, and I he let his body get a little sloppy um and just you know like the effort wasn't there so he uh he ended up going undrafted which is you know that's rough going from from po more than likely being a first round pick to being <laughs> being undrafted 
but he went to the Browns and but he got like the he got a huge contract. And I want to say for an undrafted free agent, it was one sixty. One sixty and like thirty thirty thousand signing bonus. So I mean that that's that's really good. That's more than some of the seventh rounders will get and and some of the sixth rounders, you know, until they make the team officially. Um, and then we have uh, Charles Snowden. He went to the Bears. And he was one of those, a lot of people had him going, you know, like fifth, maybe sixth round. And he ended up going undrafted. He was intriguing to me. Uh, he was, um, I, I, it was one of those where I wanted I would have liked the Chargers to, you know, take a swing on him. So he's 6'7". Um, he, he's an edge player, but he, he can drop in the zone. Um, and, I mean, he was pretty disruptive in, in college. He went to uh, Virginia Tech. And so, you know, I, I, would have, I would have loved for that, you know, 6'7", can drop in the zone, so you can do, you can do a lot of things with an edge rusher who can who's decent at zone coverage. Um, so yeah, so I I would have liked that. He went to the Bears, and then here was actually another another one who at one point in time was looked at as a first round pick. Um, it was is Dylan Moses. So he was like, I want to say like eighth. Well, no, he's like a child superstar, um, <clears throat> and then. You know, coming out of coming out of high school, I I want to say I remember an article that they were comparing him to like the level of like a Bo Jackson, like LeBron James, like he was like a freak, one of a kind athlete. Um, and so he went to Alabama. He tore he tore up his knee two years ago. Um, and or wait, was it two years ago or last year? Like so, not this past season, but the season before that, he tore his tore his knee up, and a lot of people thought that he should have just went into the draft because that film was good, um, and you know, like tearing ACLs and things of that nature at this point in time are people tend to not care as much. Uh, like you might fall around or something like that, but they they're easy easier fixes obviously than they were ten twenty years ago. Um, but his his film his play his play just wasn't as good as it was. And you know some people just need a little bit more time after you know a, a significant injury like that. And then another one I liked was uh, Trill Williams. He went to the Saints, and he was one where people thought, you know, he might go fifth, sixth round, and he, people thought he was going to get drafted, and obviously he didn't. Um, I, you know, he's he was he's a corner. I thought he had some some decent film, but uh, but yeah, like I said, not not everybody can can get drafted, and actually, hell, here's another person that at one point was looked at as a first rounder that's a Jamie Newman he played at 
Wake Forest, and he transferred to Georgia. He gra- he graduated at Wake Forest, transferred to Georgia, and then decided to sit out. Um, and like this time last year, you know, he had he had good film at Wake Forest. He uh, super athletic. You know, he's like four or five quarterback. Nice built dude. He looks like a running back. Um, but you know, he sat out and. I I'm pretty sure he had some bad workouts, you know, this this draft season. And so he ended up going going undrafted. He went to the Eagles. And then my last one, his name is Kay Johnson. And he went to the Seahawks. And what I told my boy Carlo, I told him that this was their best pickup of the weekend. Uh, if you go look at Cade Johnson uh, Senior Bowl one-on-one highlights, I mean, he he's putting people on the ground. <laughs> and, I mean, and it's not it's not like a kind of oh they kind of trip. No, he is taking ankles. Uh, so I love that pick for or that pickup for them. I don't remember how much he got, but I I did like that. Um, <clears throat> So that is my that's my rundown for day three. I want to go back and just kind of revisit some of some of these other picks that I like. This is this is, it was gonna be a great back and forth between me and me and my guy. Um, you know, I I would have loved for you guys to hear his thoughts because we we talked a little bit about it and you know it's good back and forth um so let's just go back some of my favorite picks from from the weekend uh trey lance i love that pick uh justin fields going to chicago i i love that pick for, for them um they i definitely feel like they have the quarterback of the future for them and hell if aaron Rodgers leaves green bay then He's pro- he's I would say he's the best quarterback of the division. Um and I know that's like you know put myself out there on a limb but Jared Goff like he, he's he's a wait and see. And then who's the other Detroit Chicago Kirk oh, Kirk Cousins mm, I I'll, I'll give him the nod for now. Um but you know I can't wait to see what Justin Fields does. Because I don't, they're not. Andy Dalton's not starting over Justin Fields. I would be shocked if he did. Um, obviously, you know I love the uh, Rayshon Slater pick for the Chargers. I love the Elijah Vera Tucker pick for the Jets. Um, I love uh, Elijah Moore going to the Jets. That was another good one. He, if you if you listen to to the other my day two and actually no you haven't yet but if you listen to my day two when I talk about that um uh yeah I love that pick for them I I mean so I know because I'm a Chargers fan like you know I'm expected to talk about that expected to talk about my team but just the way the draft fell to us especially in the first two rounds I mean we the picks we made in the first two rounds were perfect 
guys fell to us that were perfect for our scheme. So, you know, I, I love the Asante Samuel Jr. pick. And, you know, his dad was a dog, and his dad taught him everything. Uh, and you can see that in the film. And then, like, like I said earlier, I love the Creed Humphrey pick for the Chiefs. I love the Diami Brown pick for the Washington football team. They have a a nice trio, excuse me, at receiver with um, Terry McLaurin. They signed Curtis Samuel this offseason and then uh, drafting Brown. And then I love Tommy Tremble going to the Panthers. I think the, Pan- the Panthers are going to be good. If not this year, next year, they're – they're going to be a solid football team. Then I love the Ben Cleveland going to the Ravens. Uh, monster right guard. Uh, he'll, he'll start. And, <laughs> I mean, they're, I feel like they, they just keep re-upping on linemen. And, yeah, I mean, that's I, I like that pick. And then Ronnie Perkins going to the Patriots. I love that pick for them, even though I hate the Patriots. Um, he, he's that hybrid three, four, three, four. He can, he could probably be in like a stand up backer and then he can like, he can get on the edge and he can run. That's primarily what he's going to do. I'm assuming, but he can also be a stand up backer. And then you know, I just went through the day three picks. Um, so that is it for today. Next week. I I can't wait for next week's uh, pod. Oh, another thing. I am going to start doing uh I am going to start doing pod uh podcast once a week. Um it'll be some some day throughout the weekend is is when I'll do it. Uh so I already have a few I already have a few lined up. Um so I have I'm doing something at an event this weekend. This is recorded on Monday. I'm doing something at an event this weekend, and then I have you know a few kind of interviews. The what I want to do going forward is kind of like informal interviews. Um, I want it to be more of a conversation. Uh, you know, I will ask some interview type questions, but I want it to be more of a conversation you know uh back and forth type of thing uh because i feel like that i feel like those are more entertaining but i also want people to to learn you know learn a little bit about the person and then you know also what they do uh, and then another thing i i want to try to incorporate this month i just found this out but may is mental health awareness month so i'm going to try to incorporate something with that the, these next few at least at least one of these try to get somebody like that on um, but thank you guys for listening thank you guys for watching uh, I enjoy doing these especially talking football because that's what I love but yeah so thank you guys for listening thank you guys for watching and I will see you next time